Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Crossing the Axis, the business side of video production. I am lucky enough today to be uh, with two fellas from, I'll let you introduce yourselves. Go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Steve Jolly here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Max. My name is Steve Jolly and uh, owner of Element Studio here in High Point, North Carolina. And I'm Alex Manning. I'm the uh, director of video production uh, here at Elvis. Awesome. And these two have been uh, kind enough to, uh, to, to meet with us today, do this interview. And we are going to be talking about uh, client relationships, uh, which is something that is pretty critical if you're going to succeed in this. I'd love to just ask you a few questions for our listeners about Elements to give them an idea of, uh, first of all, just where, where are you located and uh, what kind of work do you do? Yeah, we're located in High Point, North Carolina, which is kind of considered the uh, triad area, Central North Carolina. And we have been a uh, studio for a little over 11 years. And we do uh, video production as well as some photography throughout the Southeast. All right, awesome. What's the size of your team and what's the size of your uh, annual revenues, just roughly to give our listeners an idea of what kind of company you've got there? Yeah, sure, Max. We have uh, 12 employees and we do a little over 1.5 million in annual revenues. Perfect. And I know you also have a really big studio down there. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. It, it is. Yep. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, 22,000. We, 22, we started smaller, <laughs> but uh, we currently have a 22,000 square foot space with about four different stages with green screen, soundstage, different capabilities. And what's the breakdown of your work? Uh, you know, if we're thinking about like uh, corporate, commercial, how would you kind of break it down? I'd say probably 50% corporate, 25% commercial. 25% other. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Any, any clients that our, our folks would know about uh, that you could, I mean, obviously I know some of those relationships are, are, are secret, but uh, any clients that you work with on a regular basis? Are, so what's are, what's are the work on the website? Uh, Volvo. Uh, yep. We've done stuff for Volvo, uh, Daimler. Uh, we've done stuff for uh, Haynes Brands. Haynes Brands. Uh, you know, Big Rock Sports. Right. Truist. Um, Truist. Uh, which uh, formerly BB&T Banking, but yeah, their yeah. new name. Fabulous. Wow. It's uh, it's a great, it's a great enviable roster to have. And so I'm going to jump right into uh, talking about client experience and, and I'm going to ask you, what, what do you think when you think about client experience? Uh, that's, that's a good question. You know, immediately uh, let's make it positive. Let's make it positive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know um, I, I think, you know, the client experience is it's uh you know, obviously the journey through through the project from the client perspective, you know, how they feel about the project and and you, maybe even more so than the project and your the company. Uh uh, but uh yeah, yeah, I think it's you know, it's it it begins in the culture side of things and 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 kind of the expectations of the relationship and 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 you know, them looking at your work and talking to you and going, Is this somebody I want to yeah. work with? And, and and I would I would probably say too, it's it's really in your perspective. You know, some folks might take a project experience focus versus a client experience um, with the project focus being much more transactional and short term versus, you know, our perspective has always been to look at this, even if it's just for now a one-off project, that it's really a client experience we're going after to create that long-term relationship uh, so that it's more value-driven versus transactional. So I I think, you know, it really has to start with kind of identifying who you are hmm. as yep. an organization first. 
Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of folks that have been very successful in uh, video production say you can throw out all the marketing stuff. It all starts and ends with relationships. Is that something that you? Exactly. Absolutely. I would say we agree with it a thousand percent. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Like like, like I said, every client that comes to us when we first meet with the Max, our, our point of reference is we always tell them we're not here to talk about this project alone. We want you to understand this is about a relationship. Uh, so the whole point is to understand them, get to know them so that they feel comfortable and understand we're not there again for this project, but to form a relationship with them. And how's that working out? How long are, how long are your average client relationships, would you say? You know, you pretty, can pretty darn good. That. You know, that's something we really pride ourselves on. You know, we've had clients, our, our turnover is, is from a client's perspective is, is zero to none. I mean, we right. people really like us. They like working with us. And I feel like at some point, like we've proven that we can do what they're asking for plus. Right. And right. then it's more, even more about the relationship at that point. You got to still step it up. Got to still, you know, make sure you're, you're delivering the freshest, newest, coolest thing. But that's also part of the relationship too, right? You know, you don't want things to go stale. So you right. put in the work, come up with something great and, 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 you know, approach them about it too. keep things fresh. It's like, yeah. it's like dating. So I'm really and truly our retention rates around 85 to 90% of our clients. Um, and, ever, ever since we started, to be honest with you, Max. Nice and when it's happen. so hard to get those clients, being able to retain them is <laughs> is everything, right? I mean, it, exactly. the, the process of getting a new client and and you know either pulling them from a competitor or uh, getting them you know on board and to trust you. I mean, gosh, it's if it, to lose them is is such a, a major deal. So let's talk about that for a second before we go into how you create a great client experience. Let's just uh, you know, re- just kind of rehash those values of what we see the, the the core value of having a positive experience with your client. You know, I obviously trust hundred percent that only yeah. comes through effective communication over communication in many cases, right? Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where we're heading. We're, we're talking about the process. You know, we're, we're defining expectations as we go along. Um, it's like any other relationship, you know, video production is no different. You know, it's, it's, you have to, you know, I, you know, obviously personalities need to, to need to mesh. You have that whole, you know, interpersonal relationship sort of side of things, yeah. but, but it, it is expectations and it's set expectations and communications and, and when in doubt over communicate until right. they sometimes have to tell you, Hey, <laughs> you, you don't have to send me that email, but thank you. And that, you know, you're in a good place when, when that's the case. Yeah. And the only thing I'd add is what you said in reference, Max, was the, how difficult it is to get new clients. So yeah. if you create that build value into the customer experience, we, we found we go in and kind of land and expand. We find that it might be a, a very small, simple project, but yeah. by building there and going into the other aspects of the organization, then we're able to really maximize what the opportunities are there. Right. Absolutely. Uh, is, is it, on the flip side, uh, let's just real quick, what's the danger of having a bad client experience? homelessness, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a little scary, right? I mean, you know, especially if they're a large client and, and, you know, you don't, you don't meet their expectations or you make some major miscommunication. Uh, I mean, we're all human, obviously things happen, but, but, uh, it's not good. It's not good. Cause you know, bad news spreads fast and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. you, you honestly just, you, you can't afford it. You can't afford it if you want to grow yeah. and, and you can't afford, you know, yeah, really, really that's it. 
All right. So we covered the obvious. <laughs> now let's talk about the how. And and so I'm, I'm right off the bat. I'm curious. Is is there, is the client experience something that you you literally sit down and have figured out and and planned out, or is it something uh, that you know derives from one sort of north star ideal? Is it how how does it how does a good client experience come to be? I, I feel like it's it's hard because you don't want it to feel contrived. You don't want to, you know, walk up to them every time you see them with fresh baked cookies, their favorite meal and tickets to the game. But, you know, at the same time, it needs to be a part of your workflow like anything else, you know, and and it needs to come from the right people at the right time, usually after a major success, uh, you know, to to those that positive reinforcement or during the dark times or, you know, uh, you know, know, actor dropping out of the project or a major budget cut, you know, just being transparent and honest with them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd say. And I would say it's evolved here at Elements. You know, every experience you go through, you kind of sit back and and evaluate. Um, So over time, we've kind of seen how our clients respond to different things. But it it does become something that we strive to make sure that we're repeating every time with the client. But, you know, every client is different. So I would say the high-level, basic, foundational things, yeah, those are pretty much set and repeatable. And then we just you know, have to kind of play the cards as they're dealt on some of the other parts of the experience. Great. So let's start, let's just kind of walk through the process of a, of a production and kind of talk about the different touch points and places where you're able to bring a high level of, of, of customer experience for folks. So let's say we're starting with a brand new client that doesn't know you. And, and so what are those, what are the tactics you take on a first impression, first meeting basis? So I say, I say, if you're if you're at the point that you're talking to them, yeah, like they they do know you to some yeah. extent. Your website exists, your Instagram exists. You're, you know, they there is some expectation set, or, or unless it's a true cold call, right? And it's like yeah. you know, going into that, it's like you need to know what what you're projecting, uh, and 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 the general uh, you know response to that from from clients, you know, brand new client we're talking, right? And and you know, Steve was talking, you know about it earlier. It's, it's, it's a dialogue. It's always a dialogue. You know, uh, you know, if, if they're talking to you and you got to sell your project or, or you're talking to them about a project, it's, it's a dialogue, you know, it's your first date. You got to listen, then you can speak, you know. And, and just like we all know, first impressions are hard to overcome if they're negative impressions. So uh, you really have to pay attention to, as Alex was saying, your website, how, how current it is, how clean it is, right. uh, because they're going to judge you based on that. Right. Yeah. And what do you see? I mean, in, in those first, uh, in those first meetings, obviously, you know, I always found it difficult. You, you so badly want to talk about yourself. It's so <laughs> difficult to, to be quiet and really let them be first and foremost in their product or, or whatever the, the element is that they're, they're they're working with you on what what are some tricks to to shut yourself up and, and remind yourself it's about them because i always found that i always found that really difficult just, just stuff your mouth with food and you yeah. know <laughs> it's over a dinner or, or talk about you know some talk about somebody else I, you know i that's, that's a great question i you know i think it's uh because you don't want to jump into it right you don't want to you know I, yeah. I think maybe you have to feel out is this am i still selling myself you know yeah. or is this have they chosen me they like our portfolio and hey, they're going with us and, and they just want to get to know us. You know, I feel like, you know, it's it's maybe one of the two, 
but okay. but uh, you know, expect their expectation. Yeah, it's a little hard to read. Yeah, so we really try to drive into the point uh, internally that if you don't know them, how can you talk to them about what their needs are? Research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the research piece, yeah, research come knowing way huge. more, way more than you should about their company, and right. they will instantly, you know react to it they'll love give it you well that's yeah yeah right i mean we always wind up being the dilettantes of every industry right i mean we wind up learning things about the different industries that most people don't know or have to know it's one of the best parts of our job is just getting in there and and, and finding out how things actually worked in order to make the right video so i guess it, that all makes sense here's a here's a random question what do you wear uh I, i'm all i was always struggling with this you know you do you do you, do you dress <laughs> Oh, dress, if you're missing, if you're meeting with IBM, uh, do you all wear ties? I don't even know if IBM wears ties anymore. Uh, if you're meeting <laughs> with finance, do you try to dress to the client or do you just try to dress to, to who you are? If, I, I, this was something that I always wanted. I say, if you're meeting with a creative director, you just dress like you do every day. And if it's, if it's full suits, then you, then you shoot right. to match, you know, I just, I just like, you know, I mean, you know, be yourself obviously, you yeah. know, but if you're going to go formal versus not, yeah. you know, it, it, it depends on who you're it, talking to. No, yeah. no question. Cause if you show up to a shoot. And is anyone saying, formal anymore? <laughs> not really. Not, not really. really. I, I will say, though, depending on the client we're going after, like if, if we're talking to Truist Banks, then yeah, yeah. we, we kind of take a tag team approach when we're going in for that first meeting or calls, whereas Alex will deal more with the creative overview, who we are creatively, and I'll yep. deal more with the business side and who we are operationally so that they can, given Alex, leeway to kind of dress more appropriate to that yeah right with you know i might just have a dress shirt on or sometimes sure. a, a sports coat but it, it truly is depending on the client because you certainly don't want to overdress so they think oh this is really going to be expensive yeah. and it really works out too i mean i would say that you know the people that are more focused on the business side of things is this a, a credible place that we can trust and, right. and and are they gonna you know are they gonna be you know you know can we trust them with their money like they look to look at steve and they go yeah that's the business guy that's him yeah you we really try to separate, yeah. to be honest with you, Max, so the creative can talk creative yeah. and they don't have to worry about the financial piece. Why do you, why is that? Why is that? That's a great point. Why do you do that? And obviously that's something that only a little bit more mature company can afford to do mm -hmm. because you actually have multiple people to go out on the call and, and do all that kind of stuff. But why do you find that to be a value to divide and conquer like that? I, th I think probably because of the personalities that are present, you know, with the clients, you know, some people just feel more comfortable talking about the numbers and talking about the business side of things and the objectives and the accomplishment, you know, what they're trying to accomplish. And some people just want to talk about storytelling and, and want to talk about the, you know, visualization side thing and what it, you're thinking from a creative side. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it really, you know, puts everybody at ease because you're getting. Yeah. And I would say sides. internally from, from my perspective, it allows the creative team to truly be creative. Now, yeah. certainly the budget might drive that scope back down, but whenever we're in the throes of the project, if the client starts talking about something, oh, I'd like to change the scope on this or do this and that, the creative person says, wow, that's amazing. We could do this or that. Let me engage you, <laughs> re-engage you yep. with yep. You know, the business side so that, so that the creative can be creative yep. without having to worry so much about the financial side. That, yep. That's almost a whole other podcast in and yeah. of itself, <laughs> talking about dividing and conquering the workload properly and why mm -hmm. there's so much value in it. But uh, right. What, what what about let's say you moved on to the budget and the SW. Now let's talk about this stage. So you made that first impression, but now you're trying to lock the deal down. Mm -hmm. What's the mm -hmm. process there? I, I mean, I, you know, 
never assume the client knows. I mean, this is direct. The agency is going to know this because you know, there's always that client that's an agent and the client that's, you know, direct to client stuff. So I sure. feel like, you know, know, know who you're talking to first. You know, do they have an active knowledge of the video production world? Can you use terminology that, you know, that that they understand? And, and you know, because a lot of that stuff we like to drop, all those name calls, oh, shoot, none that, you know, 8K, blah, 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 you know, Vista Vision, but, you know, it's, it, it increases distrust in a lot yep. of clients. Oh, they're yep. talking about widgets. I don't understand. Right, I, I don't feel right. comfortable here. I, you know, I would say avoid getting caught up in the details and, yep. and, and, and even from the initial meeting, moving into the budget side, continue to sell them on the vision, your vision, right. Like, conti- talk about what they're getting, not how you're going to get it. Talk about it's what so you're getting. easy to get caught up in the gear. Oh, we're going to have a red or an airy Alexa there. You're going to love it. I and don't care. The, agency you know, the, sometimes, but sure, you know, right, sure, exactly. sure. And, and, and when they, when they, when, when they're spending the money and, and they show up on set, like that's a different story. Like put it sure. in the red box, have it like beautiful, you know, you know, <laughs> put, put their, put their logo on the, you know, the, the splash screen. Rig, of the, yeah. You got it. You got right. it. But, but yeah. at this, you know, from a, from the beginning standpoint, it's, you know, I mean, many of our estimates go out, they have one number and what you're yep. getting. There's right. not even a, there's not a breakdown. Cause that's, that's not, you know, we really do try to push it though. I, I just want to jump on what Alex said. We, it's really easy to get caught up in our terminology in our world. But yeah. again, going back to the client experience, yeah. <laughs> their experience is that they're not video experts. And yep. so you need to talk about a value that they're going to receive from maybe an Alexa, yep. you know, whatever. Sure. But, sure. So that's where the value is. Yeah. Not the type of gear necessarily. And right. So, Absolutely. And, and so they feel like they can appreciate the process without having to understand all the uh, inner workings of it. And if there's right. a lot of back, if there's a lot of back and forth and you're talking about, Hey, do I include this? Do I include that? And that they want to know, like you better be able to justify going into it. Why, why you're choosing to shoot on this or right. why a city sure. is right for the project. Cause it frees sure. up, you know, it frees up, you know, the camera because it's more of athletic shoot and you need to have energy in this right. project, you know, all right. those things that, that, that make sense, you know, in the end, you know, Okay, so here we get to the thorny ground. At least I always found this to be the thorny ground. Pre-production, when you've maybe taken, trimmed a little off the budget because the client says they can provide a lot of things. And this is a classic negotiation (laughs) tool. And it's a good one because it shows that you care and you're trying to help them with the budget, but it's a dangerous water. Uh, uh, And that is that uh, during pre-pro, let's say that you've promised um, the client that they... uh, the client that they'll be able to help out, but then they maybe don't help out the way they, they said mm-hmm. they were going to, or they dropped the balls, et cetera. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think from the get go, if you can include it in the budget and do it yourself, <laughs> yeah, then do it, you know, you know, there, there's certainly, there've been clients in the past that it promises something and, and didn't deliver. I mean, you're, you know, very quickly you find out that your project is not their number one priority in many right. cases, right? And right. so what it takes to get, you know, the the 60 extras that they promised is another full-time job of somebody that they should be paying you to do, you know? Right. So I, I think, you know, if if it seems above and beyond where they're at, you know, or what they can provide, then then, then it needs to be discussed in detail and probably be on paper too, you know, you know. Yeah. I just, it, it just, it always brought up the most thorny issues when it would be like, you all get there and, and suddenly there's just a huge amount of work that, that the client didn't do. And yet you can't treat them like an employee or anything like that. You can't, yeah. it, it's just a, it's a, it's a tough, that's that can be a, a, a tough 
tough, tough waters. It it absolutely can. It goes back too to what we were saying earlier about communication and setting yeah. expectations is kind of the key, you know, the cornerstone of this whole conversation, really. But by trying to communicate that up front and communicate it in writing is yes. what the yes. joint responsibility There you go, Steve. Are. Now you're talking. <laughs> I mean, you get that. It's so critical to have that so in the SOW, just absolutely yeah. crystal when they exactly. make when you make that deal. Because yeah. uh, people do respond to that, I found. Like that yep. uh, they if they if you go back and say, now remember in the in the deal here, you, you oh yeah, I guess we did say that. We better come through and exactly when interviews or people involved, especially like, you know, if you're interviewing people, you know, from their company, never cut hair and makeup, like never cut hair and makeup. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's huge because they're just going to turn around and go, I look terrible and I'll never, I, this I love that you're again. saying that. Cause that was something we learned the hard way. It took yeah. us so many <sighs> times of doing it the wrong way and cutting it because people said, we don't need that. We'll, 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 we'll come in. <laughs> yeah. Do you really want the first AD walking up to the, you know, the person being interviewed with a little bit of D shine? It's like, no, thank you. You know, uh, it just, yeah. And, and, and to never shoot on the location of, of, of a, of a cat or of a uh, client, like just like rather their home, their specific home. Like, you know, sometimes I go, yeah, I'll offer up my home. And, and, you know, regardless of what you do, you know, what, you know, what film crews do to homes, you know, they, we we put our tennis balls on those C stands, but it's, it's an invasion. It's always that's a great. An that's great advice. That's really, really good. So let's jump to set now, since you bring that up. So set is kind of the fun place, certainly for agency. Um, uh, let's, you know, to me, it was always, I always feel like uh, production is, is literally why we got into this, but it's such a small part, but it's always the most fun. The, the day that you look forward to the day often that your client really looks forward to. So how do you set the stage for that? And how do you give them that 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 singular experience on the on the day of production it's it's i, I agree 100 percent, max it's like the coolest part like yeah. all that work goes into this you know yeah. and and it's and it's you know it it should be another world and 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 the expectation should be set from the you know right. hey guys this is how big it is this is what we're doing this is where you're sitting you know you can get your you know food here whatever if they're not used to the set environment but but i feel like it should it, there is something magical about it because everybody's working hard for a single goal that includes the client watching it, sitting there, you know, uh, feeling it out, seeing the magic happen. And, and I think that, you know, that is if what sins you, you commit and the pre-production can be, can be, you know, covered up in the, in yeah. the on the set experience. Right. Cause yeah. it's, it's, it should be, it should be a good experience. You know, it should be a good experience. You know? yeah. Plus I think sometimes we've cool. seen where we haven't clearly discussed with the client when they come on set as to what they're going to experience that day. Yeah. They, they're asking questions about, well, when are the talents going to be here in this and how are we doing that? And when's lunch? And so just right up front to kind of walk them through the set, explain the day, what yeah. they're going to be seeing, mm-hmm. what's going on, because we just assume, Oh, they know the process. They don't. Right. And, and the more questions you remove up front, then the less questions and issues are on the back end. Absolutely. And I, I mean, one thing that I always notice is that the first half an hour is critical and lunch is critical. Yeah. But uh, after the first <laughs> half an hour, once it's like it gets really boring really fast for folks. I mean, yeah, they'll watch the monitor, but there's only so many times you do 17 <laughs> takes of someone moving their hand that people just start to get on their phone. And so it really that right. first half hour is just 
if you set the tone well there, you're kind of golden as long as lunch is good. A hundred thousand percent. And I, 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 yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, I, I think, you know, I think they need to see the money if they're, you know, if they're spending it, yeah, like, you know, yeah. show them the big jib and, and, and yeah. make the, you know, t- take them to the camera. I mean, you don't have to continue to quote unquote sell. It's, you know, you're, you're going, it's, 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 we're moving. We got things to do. And in those frazzled moments that we all experience on set, I just think it's, con- if they can look at you as a director uh, or look at your director and see calm, and see a plan that a good, a good client isn't going, they're going to suggest, they're going to whisper in your ear, but they're not going to react like, you know, uh, uh, you know, like everything's on fire. You know, that's, that's part of it. Production is all about that. You know, it's, it's, I mean, you know, and, and I would it's say all, it's always it, a fire, but you know, how big a fire it gets is, is, you yeah. know, and just the critical part of that as that is how the crew themselves, before we ever get started in our initial meeting as the day right. starts, Make sure everybody's clear, understands, and if there's an issue, it's whispered or communicated. It's yep. not out yep. loud so that that confidence Alex was talking about, the client sees that through the crew. And so there could be a problem going yep. on that they don't have a clue about. Yeah, and have them talk, have them have a, have a per- point person, you know, have that. They need to be talking to one person about any issues they have with what's going on or what's being shot. Like, you know, yep. it, it, they, they, a lot of a lot of clients will instantly become directors if they feel a sense. Yep. Hey, something's going on. It's like, wait a second. You know, you don't want that in front of your crew. You don't want right. that in front of, yep. you just don't yeah. want them to have to do that. That's what they're paying you for. Right. Yeah, that so, chain of command is absolutely critical. 100%. And the set etiquette is critical and, and, and yeah. all, all that kind of jazz. So um, moving on to post. So I, I, I personally find this to be, you can have everything go so, so well. And, and, and even the, the first draft comes out and it's, it's great and they love it. And yet somehow everything falls apart in post because of all the back and forth. And how do you manage that part of the experience? And also, you know, and, 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 you know, you get scope, the scope creep invariably comes in during post, but the more visual effects you get, obviously, I don't even want to get into visual effects. <laughs> let's just assume we have a shoot here that has not got too many visual effects, but let's just say like, we're talking about something that is fairly straightforward. How do you keep post on the rails and the client feeling heard and understood? I think, you know, most production companies, and we did in the beginning, you know, you get through production and you want to take a little bit of a rest, right? You, you don't necessarily hit the ground running right after. And the best thing you can do is send them polished up dailies if they're not asking for it. Yep. Hey, I love this it. is looking great. This yes. Yes. I'm loving what I'm seeing. You did a great job on your interview, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Could be stills, could be, vid- yeah, could be exactly. any, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Whatever they see, obviously, you know, make, make sure it's a, a pretty part of it, you know, yeah. and, and that it's polished up. You're not sending them, you know, sea logged out, you know, weird stuff, uh, flat images or anything like that. But yeah. I would say that don't, don't fight the urge to pause the dialogue roll right from production into post. Just don't that gap. Don't let that gap happen. You know, from the rough to the, to the, to the fine cut, from the fine cut to the uh, final, I mean, all those sort of stuff. You know, just keep keep the conversation going. Keep the conversation going, and and uh, keep them updated, even if it's not a real right. update. And there, right. e- and editing's happening. Hey, just got through the second session. Yeah, up to a minute and a half, looking great. Yeah, you during know? the post process, silence is the enemy. You definitely don't want that. Communicate and communicate. And I do you like- use? Go ahead. No, I, I think you're, I, I, I agree with you, Max. It's the most nervous part from a, yeah. a client's perspective. Did we do it? Like, did we, is it, is this going right. to be successful? I felt like it was successful. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, so anything you do to quell that 
terrifying. And what fears. Uh, have you moved to using like Frame.io or Vimeo or something like that to do reviews and that, uh, you know, to help the client be able to get more involved more easily? It seems like there's a lot of good tech out there to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think two years ago we, we uh, started using Frame.io right. and it's, it's yeah. saved, it saved them so much frustration, hundreds of yeah. hours, probably from our perspective, from a, you know, you know, editing standpoint and, and, you know, I, th I think the goal for post is a little means a lot, like just yeah. making things simple for them to do. If they can hit yeah. spacebar and write down a comment and then yeah. the team, right. that's like, that's so much better than these email threads that, yeah. I mean, you remember yeah. those, it's just yeah. never ending email threads of, of feedback that didn't even have time codes. It's like, sure. You know, that's, that's in hyperlinking back to, you know, the next email you send, like, don't have them search back through for the link you sent. Hyperlink okay. the newest one too. How, but how do you navigate the uh, the 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 scope creep? How do you navigate the you know you had five reviews in the in the contract and you're on their seventh and and you're you not really wanting to you know to get to how, how do you work with that? What's what are the methods of trying to ease the client back into reality? I think a big part of it is it's identifying the what makes up an assembly cut, what a rough cut. Okay, no more chronological changes past a rough. Yeah. Okay. No more chronological, you know, no more, you know, no more, you know, major B-roll changes past an approval cut. You know, everybody kind of has their own, you know, sort of, you know, phase of post-production, yeah. you know, but like, I think it's like, Hey, if you go back, if we're, we're three fourths of the way in, if you're going back and changing major chronological things, chronological things, things that really, really, you know, could affect the edit, it, it needs, we need to talk about money. And usually from our, usually it's just hourly. It's just beyond that, you know, we, it's we're, we're, we're usually agreeing on a price and knowing that we can do it within a certain amount. That's what the client is, you know, has been told. And that's what we're communicating past yeah. that. It's just how much time it, it, right. it is extra. To and complete and, what and it's really, asking. really about positioning too, because if client starts to ask, as Alex said, we define it up front. They understand it, which we keep them abreast of where they are against those. That's commitments. critical. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but if they then say, we, you know, keep pushing about that from, from the creative side, we say, absolutely, we can do that. Let's talk about what mm -hmm, it will cost mm -hmm. to execute that above. Sure, and sure. That I mean, we you, found that. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say that usually short circuits the conversation, mm. <laughs> uh, brings it back into scope, or then at least you're going to get paid for the creep that you've experienced. Absolutely. We found that when we started prefacing uh, edits with what the edit was and what, and we just use boilerplate chunks that we wrote up for each stage of it, that we'd mm -hmm. have our editor ship with the edit. And it, it really helped a lot to give them clear, uh, you are here type, um, right, right. you know, uh, and we, we find that that really, really helps them to, uh, to, to stay within the lines. And also again, going Steve back to something you said back to that statement of work at the very beginning and making right. it really clear what the editing process is going to look like. It's, it's kind of like good fences, make good neighbors. A good statement right. of work mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. kind of at the core of so much of a good client relationship, right? Exactly. It just, it gives the parameters to constantly, you know, people, we're doing business here. And, and that's the thing. People, people want business to be clear and straightforward. And the more you do that with that clear SW, it just sets that tone throughout the entire, entire operation. To totally agree. And, and I feel like the, you know, the communication side of, of posts too, is tell them what you need from them. I, Hey, I want you to look at the chronological aspects of it. I right. want you to give me, give me, what are your ideas on tone? Not just, not just right. what do you think, right? right. Like, tell me, you know, tell them what they, what you're looking for. Do you right. like the music? Do you like the tone? 
Do you like the, you know, do you like the way this was portrayed? Is it too, you know, all the things as you're editing, this is the editor to the client directly or through, you know, through the director, you know, yeah. uh, you know, all those things that you're kind of thinking, oh man, you know, is, maybe it's this is to this or, you know, this, that. like communicate those to them because they yep. will give you those answers and then they'll feel like they're a part of the process instead of I love it. Lo- looking good is, is great, but it's scary because of that ING. It's yes. like, well, I'll wait for the, I'll wait for the approval right. cut and then give you all my feedback. Yes. Like, yeah, no! yeah. 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 You know. All right, so let's assume you made it through post. You, you, you somehow got through all this. <laughs> You're finally wrapping. Are you done? I mean, what's the, you know, is that is that it? Do you, how do you wrap it? Yeah, the wrapping is really just the next beginning phase of the post relationship. And I don't mean post production, but the, the post project phase. So we've really looked at it, Max. That's the opportunity for us to really connect with the client to create that next project. Um, because if, if they're pleased with the project you just delivered, then hopefully you've learned something about that account, what their needs are, whether it's for social media related um, assets or whatever. So you've now got that next commun- uh, conversation to have. Um, and so we, we really, the, the wrap starts the ongoing communication piece and, and not, not stalking them or harassing them, yeah. but, but really just in a timed, you know, maybe once every quarter, if you cease an article that's related back to what was important to them then, you're forwarding your email to them and just just keeping them abreast that you're there and we're thinking yeah. about you and trying to be a value added partner. Um, and so that's, you know, going all the way back to client retention. I think that probably helps client retention more than just about anything is uh, you're you don't become a silent partner. Yeah. Yeah. You just reminded me too, Steve, of something uh, during the shoot that uh, again on set, it, it's a wonderful time <clears throat> if if you do have that division of work where say you're more the business person, but you drop in on the set and it's just often it's a great time <laughs> to yep. uh, to talk about, hey, you're kind of bored sitting here and I'm kind of here. And why don't we talk about some new stuff coming down the line? Right. It often can be a really nice, nice moment to just or just let instead of really just say, what what do you got going on? What what else are your right. problems? Mm-hmm. And, right. and on set can just be a wonderful time. They're in such a good mood, almost normally. Uh, right. they're, in, they're in such a good mood um, and it's really fun. And they're seeing your incredible team out there just killing it. And that's what is amazing, right? Watching your right. guys just crush it and move smoothly like a SWAT team. And suddenly, you know, you're, hey, what, what else? What else are you, what's, what are your problems right now? And, and that's just another wonderful time. And then when the rap comes, suddenly you have, Hey, remember that stuff we talked about on set? Let's, right. you know, let's get back to that. You know, that it, can be a really nice, it, again, exactly. the division of labor being critical because you're not the director. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Usually when he's talking to the client about that, we're trying to fix something on set. <laughs> that's, that's, like, hey, that's the way it works. You know, <laughs> that's just the, re- the redirect. Just go, go, go. <laughs> I, 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 I think the, uh, too, I think, you know, it's, um, um, from the standpoint of like, you know, you know, after you know, they're on set and whatnot too, it's like, you know, it's a great opportunity. I don't think you should ever, ever on set talk about things that didn't happen. You know, yeah. the, the things yeah. that you wanted, like, obviously that's a very negative outlook. And I think in the same way, time passes and, and the project, you know, is released and whatever. And then you can a little better that you, Hey, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? But I think as a rule of thumb, you know, you don't want to talk about what they could have had at any sure. point past yeah. that 
past that pre-production, you know, yep. process. Yep. Those, uh, those are dead. Those things are exactly Those are dead. And bring <laughs> right. them back in another form and another, another project, another, another project, project. Right. by right. throwing them, throwing, Hey, you know, maybe their competitor comes out with something. Hey, did you check this out? I love the way this looks or, Hey, yeah. you know, you know that, you know, any of those sort of things like where you're thinking when they're, they're focused on something else, but between projects, you're thinking of the next thing for them. That's, yeah. I mean, they, you know, that's, they're paying an agency for that too. And, and, and even a production company straight to client and, and we're to an agency too, yeah. you know, just the fact that you're thinking of them between it is, is important. And, yeah. And I, I would just add one more thing about when we wrap a lot of times when we send that final deliverable, yeah. we mentally we're, we've signed off on it psychologically. I think it's important to remember that at that point, the client then has to start some of their work to yeah. get it put into the right platform yeah. set up. So for us to reach back out, you know, a week or two later and just say, Hey, do you need any help on formatting or whatever you need to try to get this out to the distribution you need? Um, I think it's just a value add and, it, and it's a low cost mm -hmm. thing from our perspective to do, but it'd be very important to the client. Yeah. I I'll tell you, I lost a client one time because I started charging for all that stuff at the end. And, and it was, it was what I thought, yeah, they're taking my time to do this and everything. Right. And, and it, 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 I, it, it didn't work out, you know, and I wish I would have taken the more uh, generous approach. And I learned the hard way uh, to exactly what you're saying, Steve, it's no big deal for us to hit a couple extra buttons and output it in a few different formats or crop right. it just a touch or do, you know, whatever it is. We're not talking full different deliverables here, but we're right, just talking right. about little things for spec. And and now ever since then, I learned that boy, you just gave up, you know, fifty thousand for three hundred dollars. Mm, you know, exactly. And, exactly. And that, that can be real dumb. Well, that, that's that's not that's not a relationship, right? It's not, no. you know, you, if you if you're looking for the yo, you do something for me, I do something for you. That, yeah. You know, you do we really want to have those relationships? Yep, you know, yep. it's like yeah. Because it and just means whoever comes in cheaper next yes. time will get yeah, yeah, the sure. Project. And you have a chance to end the end this round, so to speak, on a generous right. note. Mm -hmm. So last yeah. thing, last thing. So you folks are obviously the bosses of the organization at Elements, but how do you pass this through your organization? Because I think they're going to have um, interactions with your editors. They're going to have interactions with your grips. They're going to have interactions with folks um, that are going to be outside of your control immediately. And so, how do you ensure that they reflect what you? you you element. share you share those positive and, and negative negative experiences with yeah. your with your staff and your crew. Like yeah. you talk about, hey, so and so just came in and they said that was one of the greatest videos they've ever seen, and that yeah. we just we just helped them sell you know twelve million dollars worth of blah 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 blah. You know, yeah. I mean, like you share those because it hypes people up, it it, yeah. it adds purpose, and they'll they that's what we all live for on the creative right. side of things, right? Yeah. It, it's just yeah. we we that feedback is more important than the paycheck you know, half the time. Right. And, and, and just to, that's, that's exciting. And, 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 you know, you know, and I, you know, obviously depending on, you know, who it's coming from, you know, if, if they're, they're super creative and, you know, obviously there's, you know, you see the objective, if the objective is, is one and, and we did what was asked and like, there's that sort of, you know, um, uh, excitement and, 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 uh, fulfillment. And on the creative side, if, you know, so-and-so saw it and then, it was passed over to a different creative person and another agency. You know, there's that growth sort of like, how many people are seeing this? What do, what do, what do people who are, are like-minded say right. about my work? You know, it's like an artist critiquing, right. critiquing artists, you know. And it's a little bit of a challenge too for us because the team here are direct employees. But then when we bring in freelance, you know, you can do everything you want to with direct employees on seminars, training, whatever. So from, you know, the day of trying to have that 
meeting, the pre-meeting before the actual production takes place so that everybody's on the same sheet of music, explaining the client what's important, what the opportunity is for future with them, um, and being able to, to hopefully get everybody on the same sheet of music for that. Um, do debriefs, right. do debriefs after projects. I know it's easy yeah. to roll into the next one. Talk about what was done from a client experience. You know, it just, look, it just yeah. has to be part of the workflow. It just has to be part of the workflow. It, it just, it, it, it's not, it's not something you can just do afterwards because you'll never do it unless it's on that checklist. It's less, you know, you were clicking a button and going, you know, did I get feedback from the client or have they approved this? Or did we, did we send that initial follow-up email? Like initial follow-up email on your workflow right after, right. you know, right after, you know, rough cut sent. You know, it's like that. It just needs to be a part of it. It's a, it's a, it's a push button thing and it has to be worked in somehow, you know? Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. You know, it's so funny. Thank you fellas so much because this just coming off of this, I just can't help but think, wow, this is just the core of everything. I mean, it is truly the core of everything. It's, it's, you know, we do so much, uh, you, a good, a good client relationship is the glue that just holds the whole damn thing together. Isn't it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. You know, it's, it's, that's how the stars align. That's, and you get the project, right. And, and, and you, and it becomes incredible and it becomes, you know, bigger than it ever was intended to be is when you have the trust of the client and, you know, and, and they have trust in you and, and it's just, Hey, let's actually like communicate, yeah. Let, you know, let's actually make this as good as we possibly can. And that's where you get the greatest creative freedom Absolutely. on our side on and their side in their pocketbook a little bit looser as well too. Yep. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it's, it's the beginning and the end of, of it all. So that yeah. this has been a, a, a great one to do uh, with you fellas. And I, I cannot thank you enough for your time and your expertise and, uh, and 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 all so so thank you so much um we're out of time but uh hopefully this has been uh, as enlightening for our listeners as it has been for me i really really appreciate it and uh, anything anything you want to end with or any last thoughts that we might have missed no I, I think the common thing through it all max was for us it's communication and setting expectations everything else just yep. falls around that i love it i love it well thank you steve thank, thank you, you so much alex we appreciate it. That's uh, Elements Video. Uh, if you guys want to shout out for your URL or anything, www.elements-studio.net. Elements-studio.net. And they're in North Carolina. Do they still call it North Kakalaki? Yeah, they do. North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. Okay, they're not Appalachian. They're Appalachian. Let's just get that right. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, Max. Bye.